0: Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and it has been snowing for days in New York City, and I have not left my apartment in like 48 hours. But you know what? I just did not sign up for this I do not want to go outside of of my apartment, have to trudge through the snow just to get anywhere. I am loaded up on groceries, I'm warm in here, I can do a little workout in here, that's all I need to do. But I will say, because of this frickin' snowstorm, my internet went out in the middle of an interview just now. I was interviewing another Bra- another former Bravo star who people love for next week's podcast, and my Zoom kept going out. And that's because of the frickin' snow cutting my internet out. Thank you, Spectrum. I'm gonna have to call you after this. It's literally a blizzard happening in New York City, so if you're on the East Coast, you, you know what I'm talking about. The struggle is real. But you know what? More time in my apartment means more time to watch TV, and I've been watching a lot of it. Uh, just a, a couple quick recommendations before we get into this week's episode. One is Lupin, Lupin, however you want to pronounce it. It's a French series on Netflix. It's the first five episodes, of, the, which is, I think, the first half of the first season, they're saying. It is such a good show. It's this French story about um, a guy who robs the Louvre and sort of everything that comes after that. And it's just so well done. It's such a good vibe. It, I, I just really, it's really unique, and I, I couldn't recommend it enough. I'm also loving Flack on Amazon Prime, which is about... Uh, celebrity publicists and just all the crazy shit they cover up and how they cover it up and just sort of ha- all the stuff that goes behind goes on behind the scenes with celebrities that we, d- we don't know. It's just crazy. So uh, definitely watch that show. Also, if you have not watched Promising Young Women on Amazon where you have to pay $20 extra to watch it, I promise you it is worth it. I know people don't like to pay for their media these days or pay extra beyond the subscription monthly service fee or whatever. Pay that $20, watch it. It is life-changing, Carrie Mulligan is a revelation, the soundtrack's amazing, what it's saying about about me- how men and women interact and dating and relationships is just pretty groundbreaking and it's just such a great movie. And one last recommendation is in and of itself on Hulu. It is this guy, Derek DelGaudio, who had performed this show in New York for, for a while and I know a lot of people that went, I remember seeing it on Instagram. I never got to go. You know, Stephen Colbert went once and he decided to produce something and get it filmed. And when I tell you, I was left in a puddle of tears after watching this. I don't want to say too much because that's what they tell you. They tell you, watch this and don't tell people about what what to expect. Uh, just tell them to watch it. Put your phone down, literally. And I'm saying, put your phone down. Don't, be, don't watch this distracted. I think it's like an hour and a half. It is really, really, really well done. And it just gets you thinking and it's so emotionally affecting. There's some magic in there and it's kind of all I'll say, but... Definitely watch that and don't look it up beforehand. This week on the podcast we have the amazing Lindsay Hubbard from Bravo Summer House. Today, Thursday, February 4th, Summer House premieres on Bravo at 9 p.m. season five. And Lindsay has been on since the beginning. You know, I've known Lindsay for several years now because I've interviewed people from Summer House since season one. I started interviewing her in the second season but now we've become sort of friends and I just love Lindsay, I think she is such a dynamic presence both on and off screen she's an amazing reality TV star but she is also a really fun person in real life And so it was really fun to have her on the podcast to catch up, talk all about about season 5 of Summer House, she has a huge relationship update, Uh, we'll see her sort of struggling with that in this season uh, as her boyfriend Steven joins them in the house so basically for season 5 of Summer House I wasn't actually sure if they were ever going to be able to film it uh, or if they were going to have to take a summer off because of the pandemic but they decided to do a six-week quarantine house with the entire cast a couple um, of sort of plus ones as well and i think it's just going to create for like a really a really amazing season of reality tv and one of those extra people is Lindsay's boyfriend we also have a new addition sierra and it's just like it's prom, like the season premiere of summer house is really amazing and it sets up this season to be really great the drama is, like, gonna be amazing, and um, I can't wait for it. So I talked all about that with Lindsay Hubbard. I also had her look back sort of at Summer House, the first five seasons of Summer House, which, you know, have been very different. The Summer House journey has been sort of an up-and-down one. It started pretty low because first two seasons, they just didn't have the right cast. You know, I think it was really based on, like, a real friend group, but... Something about it did not pop on camera. It was, there was kind of some darkness there. It, it wasn't, it, it just didn't really work. And they, they, it took them a little bit of time to figure out sort of what was gonna, I mean, cause the premise of this show is so promising. It's, it's a share house in the Hamptons for a summer. All these people that just like love to drink rosé and party and go to the beach and hook up with one another. Like, yeah, sign me up. But you know, you have to have the right people for that. And finally in season three, with the additions of Paige and Hannah and Jordan, and some of the other people were taken away. It started to begin to work, and I think ever since then, the show has really had the steady rise, and it just like continues to outdo itself. And you know, Lindsay has also has been sort of at a big reason for that because Lindsay kind of pushes some of the drama forward. She isn't afraid to say what everyone else is thinking. She's a fiery personality. She's a Leo, just like me. And it was just really fun. It's really always really fun to talk to her about Summer House because she's so open and she has some good perspective on it. So before we get to the interview, though. You know, talking to her and thinking about sort of my, my, my personal journey with Summer House made me realize that I forgot about something. Before the fourth season, I actually did a casting call for Summer House. There, it was just the first round, a producer reached out to me on Instagram, we set up a call, and you know what, I, I wasn't really sort of like that interested in being on the show, I don't think, you know, I don't really think it is for me, but I was sort of like, you know what, I've always been curious about how this process works, so why not say yes to this call, here are the kinds of questions they ask, get a little peek behind the curtain. I likely won't get all the way through to the point where like, I'll have to decide if I even want to be on the show or not, but it was just like kind of an interesting first phone call, so I took the phone call with the producer. I don't think I've told that many people about this, but you know the guy was a very nice guy I and he sort of like asked some pretty brazen you know straightforward questions about my dating life you know w- what kind of guys I'm interested in you know what am I what's my friend group like what do I do for work what do I do outside of work is there drama in my life like all these different things and it's just so it's so crazy that they asked those things just right off the bat like they really want to know everything about your life to, but you know to see if you're a good fit for these shows and I think a lot of it is just kind of seeing how open you are and how much you're willing to share. And I don't think that I was willing to share enough of my life to to make the cut. So he actually ended up like ghosting me basically. But again, nice guy, but he had to do his job and move on. But yeah, I totally forgot about that phone call until like basically just now. If I, if more, if I remember more stuff about that, I will definitely let you guys know. But anyway, keep listening for my full interview with Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House, season five of which premieres on Bravo Thursday, February 4th at 9 p.m. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy, guys. All right, so we're here with Lindsay Hubbard from Summerhouse, my aka my best friend, as she requested to be introduced as. Lindsay, yeah, cool. how are you? Hi,
1: Gibson.
0: <laughs> How's it going? i glad you
1: included that. Because- I had to. I just wanted the people to know that we tried to hang out for the July, but we didn't, but we tried to, and therefore we're best friends.
0: Hey, as as long as the effort's there, I, you know, it, it's hard when you're with your family and you're quarantined and all that, and you're trying to hang out with friends, but... Yeah, we you were
1: playing hard to get. I was like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is our <laughs> schedule. Do you want to come on. I'm the being night. called out. <laughs> And you're like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm busy.
0: (laughs) Putting me on blast. Well, now we're both in the city, so maybe we'll find some time to hang out. How are you? You look great. I feel like, how's your year off? How's 2021 treating you so far?
1: Oh my God. I don't even know what's happening. I feel like there's so much drama already and it's not even February.
0: (laughs) We haven't even
1: aired yet. Like our season's not even on TV. (laughs) I know. Here we are.
0: (laughs) I know. Well, first of all, also you see, I'm wearing this Montauk sweatshirt just for you. Oh my God. I love it. This is to honor someone else. I'm, I'm ready to sort of like live vicariously through you guys. It's, it's cold AF right now. So, um, I'm ready to like think it's summer uh that's sort of that's sort of I always love when Summer House comes around because it sort of does bring that sunniness and that that summer drama to our winters these days and and I feel like I mean again you've been you've been at some on Summer House since season one and correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like Summer House has continued this like upward trajectory it has this momentum and I was worried that you know when the pandemic hit and we were thinking about what's gonna happen to all of our shows and like I kind of thought for a while that you guys just weren't going to be able to shoot last summer and you're going to have to take the summer off. And then ultimately you guys decided to do this quarantine pod for six weeks together. Talk to me about sort of like your own mentality when it came to filming and like thinking you might not be able to do it, finding out that it was going to happen. Talk me through like what that was like sort of in the springtime for you.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, when, when COVID hit in March, you don't, really know anything that's going to happen. Like we were basically told, you know, as as New York City, like we're going to shut down for a couple of weeks and then go from there. And, you know, I guess we could have done a better job predicting that it was going to be a lot longer than two weeks. But, you know, it's even now, almost a year later, like we are still sort of in this weird gray area flux, you know, like not knowing when restaurants are gonna open back up. Totally. So when it comes to filming, you know, our show, and it's sort of right in the middle of, you know, COVID, you know, you we we weren't sure like what was gonna happen, but I'm glad it all worked out. And I know that we were probably one of the first productions on Bravo that was able to actually- I think you were, yeah. Film. I mean, I feel like we've been preparing for this moment for the last four years, right? For like, sure.
0: <laughs> Just lock you guys in the house. <laughs>
1: just put people in a house together and see what happens. So yeah, so, you know, I think that, like, the the production and the crew did such a great job of making sure that safety was a top priority. Mm -hmm. I felt extremely safe. I'm, of course, like, a little bit less COVID-sensitive than other people. Like, I'm, like, out there trying to do as best as I can to not, like, you know, fall into a depression. And, you know, so it was so nice to be able to get out of the city and to for the friends sure. and have your friends around you for the first time in months.
0: So when, when you heard that you guys were going to be quarantined in this house, not leaving for six weeks, it was obviously, a, it's, it's, it's a total upgrade on the house, first of all. The house is is stunning. It's huge. But when you when you first heard that, who were you sort of like, oh, like I have to be locked with this person for six weeks? Like who was the first person that you, that you maybe like weren't looking forward to being in quarantine with?
1: I mean, well, I don't know that my first my absolute first thought was like, how am I going to have sex with my boyfriend? <laughs> if There are cameras surrounding us, you know, for six weeks straight 24, right. you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like, obviously, like, I had a little tension with Hannah.
0: Yeah,
1: built up, you know, from the fall, winter, spring, which is you know, all stuff that you guys are not necessarily privy to and, but I I, I wasn't like, oh, I don't want to be in a house with her. It was more just like, I know I'm going to have to have a tough conversation with her pretty early exactly. on because we are going to be living together and I, we have to work through that. But I didn't really, you know, think in my mind, like, there's not one person that I, I want to be around. like It was I, more I excitement
0: know. to be with the group, probably.
1: Yeah, like, I was just more excited. I was also, like, super excited to, uh, you know, be living with Danielle. She's probably, like, one of my best friends who I mm-hmm. didn't get to see a lot during, you know, the first iteration of COVID. So right. I, I was just, like, so happy to be reunited with her.
0: Yeah. She, 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 to me, is, like, the ride or die. Like, I feel like you guys just, like, like, nothing's really ever gonna get between you guys, and it's, it's nice that you have her to depend on, regardless of what else is going on in the house.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, friendship, you know, especially best friendship takes time to nurture and, you know, sort of like get the puzzle pieces together and like you have to like train each other on how to be a best friend to that person, right? Like she trains me on how to be a a good friend to her and I do the same for myself. So, you know, it's we really are ride or die at this point, but that's not to say that, (laughs) you know, we had to go through a couple of speed bumps to get there.
0: Of course. Again, we're, you're being locked in this house for six weeks. It's a new. It's a new house. We have some new additions to the to the the permanent group. You know, your boyfriend Strabby, came along for the summer. Sierra came with Luke, who's she's also a cast member. Danielle was around for every weekend, and usually she's sort of bumps in and out. So it really is a full house this time. And I think you know, you say in the premiere that this is sort of that was sort of like a you know, a test for how you and and your boyfriend could have lived living together because you you weren't living together at the time. Was that like a, okay, yeah, like I'm definitely gonna have him come with me. Was there sort of a discussion there? Sort of what was sort of your mindset in in terms of like including him in this this full summer with you?
1: Totally. So there are multiple layers to this answer, right? So like initially, you know, the the first thing I want to say is is I would never in my life at this point in, at this point in my early thirties I would never pick up and and go move to a house in the Hamptons with my friends and not invite my boyfriend to be right. there. Right. For sure. So like, that was like, number one is like, Hey, like I'm doing this. I would really like for you to, to, to be there with me. And, and then number two, like, I do think that whatever we were going through, you know, before moving into the house, like that was already sort of happening due to COVID and putting our relationship at the forefront of our minds without distraction. I sort of wanted help in in evaluating and understanding like could I move forward at the end of this summer you know and I and I need my friends for that right like I need like witnesses basically absolutely it was kind of a test you know and as Danielle calls it she goes I think it was a Hail Mary pass that you didn't really know you were throwing Hmm. because obviously we've had some time to reflect from the summer and and thinking back on it I'm like wow maybe you're right like Maybe I was sort of looking for, you know, a little bit of outside help in making any big decisions that need to be made. Because, you know, at this point, any momentous decisions, like I, you don't want to make impulsively. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, it was really challenging, you know, I think living together, working side by side, you know. Being in the same room, you know, being under the same roof, and and not really, although it was a huge house, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sharing a room with somebody, you don't have that much space, and the relationships in front of the camera are really put to the test. Um, and unfortunately, things with Steven didn't work out. You know, as I'm sure <laughs> he read in the news. Um, but yeah, you know, it I did pop up. Like I feel like. You know, we we wound up going our separate ways, and I I do think he's a really great guy, but it just didn't work for me, and and I wish him nothing but happiness. You know, I think we both genuinely deserve to be happy, and unfortunately, that just was not with each other.
0: But right, well, well, again, I think I think it's so good that you did get that experience because, you, like you just said, it's like there are so many things that were that are almost work against you in a, in a scenario like that, which is. Which which are the cameras which are working and and sleeping and living in, in one room everyone got their their one room in this house other than that big grand you know main space and so it's like God like I can't even, I mean I can't even imagine what that would have been like so one I think it's great that you tested it out and two it's like I'm glad you guys sort of at least ended on some sort of good terms and um and I think you're right you're sort of at this place in your life where it's like I think we've seen you in different relationships over the years, and I and I think in so in, so, in past some past ones like with Everett, for example, like it, it wasn't as decisive, and I feel like it wasn't as like the, it, he would come back in and out, in and out, and it's like I think that you know it seems like you're in a pretty decisive place in your life, and I th- and I like that.
1: Yeah, you know, like the the one I guess a lot of people can view it negatively of of how it impacts couples, but I almost view you know how COVID has impacted relationships and, and couples in, in more of a positive way yeah. because, you know, it's sort of a looking glass, especially when you're in a, a little bit of a transitional point in your relationship where, you know, you, you're you not living together, there's no marriage, there's no baby. So it is kind of a looking glass into like what your potential future could be and like, totally is this going to work or not? So <laughs> Unfortunately, you know for us it didn't work and but I also am very happy that it we were able to sort of have this opportunity to figure that out before there was some real attachments involved
0: and there's also I mean the trailer hints at something that happens between you and Luke like I don't I don't know what what goes down there Lindsay, but there is there is a, maybe a bathroom moment that that is teased. What can you tell me about you and Luke? Did you guys hook up this summer, or is it going to be a wait-and-see moment?
1: I mean, it's definitely going to be a wait-and-see moment, and I can't wait wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it either.
0: I, I'm um, sort of like, what, what is it about Luke? I feel like Luke, everyone sort of has their eyes on Luke sometimes. I'm just like, I mean... He's a
1: good-looking guy, come on. He totally and, is. And he's also like a big flirt, right? Yeah. So... You know, it's hard not to flirt with the guy. And, and you know, he's so good looking. <laughs> and, you know, you guys will just, you'll have to see. You'll have okay. to see.
0: Well, I feel like that must not make it easier for things between you and Hannah, probably. Because, you, you you like you said, I mean, and we'll see this in the premiere, you sort of come into the to the house with some tension between you guys. Uh, and we'll find out sort of what why that is. And I feel like, you know, with you and Hannah, again, I've interviewed both of you multiple times. And I feel like you both have this really big, you're both Leos, right? Am, am I? Am I right in saying yeah. that? You, and her, so am her I. Birthday and birthday actually
1: the day right after mine. I'm August 11th, and she's August 12th.
0: And I'm August 16th. I know the Leo energy, and I feel like sometimes Leo and Leo energy it can work really, really well sometimes, and then sometimes it's just too it's just too much of personality in 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 one space. And I feel like that sometimes you guys have your great moments where it's so fun to watch you guys together, but then also you have it's not surprising that I think you you can butt heads sometimes. Yeah. Talk to me to parse out this relationship with Hannah with me because I feel like there, there's a lot there and it, 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 it has been sort of a bumpy road for you guys over the past couple summers.
1: Yeah I mean I think I think for starters Hannah and I have a very sisterly relationship where you get along really well like you feel like no one else in the world can understand you except for each other but then you can also you know fight like cats and dogs with each other and then you make up and right. like I you know I feel like out of anyone like we sort of have that that relationship. I do also think, you know, Hannah, this will have this will be her third season and I think with her like she had to sort of figure out like, you know, her her place within our friend group and sometimes, you know, she questioned like my sort of, you know, help in that or she sort of threw me under the bus mm. like which was like really hurtful for me because I was just only ever trying to help her and You know, felt like I had her back, but you know, I think I think a lot of maybe the arguments that Hannah and I have had over the last year was is mostly just like her saying something that wasn't you know truth, and um, her accusing me of something that I didn't do, and it just you know it sucks when that happens because it's really hurtful, and and like you know you're over here like man like I really love Hannah and I I've been there for her and I and I view her as a sister and and a friend and i feel like i'm starting to realize she doesn't view me that way and i don't know mm. what i did and you know then you find out about it on on various social media platforms right. and, you know and i just don't operate like operate like that like anyone who knows me knows i'm a very direct straightforward person you know like you know where you stand with me at all times if i'm Absolutely. upset with you i tell you to your face and and you know so it's hard for me to understand when people don't operate like that <laughs> you know so yeah yeah, it causes tension and it causes you know arguments but throughout the years we're getting we're getting better at understanding how to communicate with each other
0: (laughs) yeah i think it's it's nice that you say that's a sister relationship because i I do think that like honestly out of everybody in the house that's sort of what it is sort of like a, a sister dynamic and um Creates for good TV, if if anything. So, but 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 I, but, I, but but I do think the connection does seem really really deep and great. So another person that you, I mean, a person that you go way back with and who's been on the show also with you since season one is Carl, and I feel like we have seen Carl go through a huge transformation over the years, for the better and for worse, and. I feel like coming into this season, I feel like I'm seeing a new Carl and I feel like he is in such an amazing place and he, he looks great, he has a good attitude, He's really he seems really driven in his, in his career and sort of like he had, has his head on more so than I've seen him in, in, in years past. And as somebody who knows him so well, I'm curious, it must feel pretty good to, to see Carl in, in this state because you guys have also had your own history, but talk to me about what it was like to see Carl coming into this season just you know, in such a good place in his life.
1: I'm so proud of Carl, um, just for the personal growth and steps he is taking within himself to be a better version of himself. And I'm also really excited for viewers to see this version of him because it's something that I have seen for years and years and years, but that's because I'm privy to hanging out with him. Yeah. You know, during the week or, you know, off camera or, you know, in the fall, winter, spring. And I know how amazing and genuine and great friend he is. But I'm excited for viewers to see that part of him. And, you know, unfortunately for Carl in in the seasons of the past, you know, he might have drank too much or said things that he didn't mean and regret. And I am happy that he is able to put his best foot forward in a way that, the rest of the world can sort of see that like beautiful soul that he has like we do.
0: Totally. And I I think, you know, I think if you think back to some of the decisions that he made in the past, and then you see where he is now, it sort of makes sense as to sort of, he wasn't in a great place before. And it makes sense that he made these kind of bad decisions or just like wasn't thinking before he acted. And so again, I I just as a viewer, I feel like we're also invested in this, in in you guys, especially because you have been around since the beginning. And um, we 've really seen the transformation I think it 's awesome
1: yeah i 'm excited for him too and he 's really focused on his mental health and he is going to therapy and and you know he 's like really just grown so much and you know I, i'm just i'm just so happy and proud yeah. of him
0: yeah for sure do you do you think back to like i mean you guys went into season four kind of romantically involved and like you were in this place in your relationship where it wasn 't just friendship do you how do you think back to that you know, slight moment in, in your history with Carl now that we're sort of pretty uh, pretty far out from it?
1: You know, I think Carl and I are so lucky that we were able to, you know, lay down a foundation of friendship for years before anything slightly romantic ever came into play. And, you know, so we're, we're really lucky that we, you know, after everything was said and done and the, the romantic version of, of Carlito and Hubhouse yeah. <laughs> didn't work out, you know. It, we bounced back pretty quickly, and and I'd venture to say that once we went back to being friends, we actually were closer as friends than we were before anything romantic happened. So we're very lucky. I know that doesn't happen to most people, um, but I think that we both put a, an extreme value on our friendship more so than anything else. In the mm-hmm. world, and we're able to be there for each other through thick and thin.
0: <laughs> totally, yeah. Well, I, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see more of that. And somebody who I'm also really excited about is Sierra, who is who is the the new new addition to to the, to the house this summer. And I love that her descriptor is nurse slash model. Like to me, that just like show. It's like she can do it all. Like she has all these. It already seems like she has all these different sides to her. What can we expect from Sierra uh, as she joins the house? Um, I guess as Luke's she was she was brought in as as Luke's kind of plus one, but now she's a full-time cast member. So, w- what can we expect from Sierra?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, as soon as Sierra showed up to the house, it was just like nothing but positive vibes and a big smile, and you know, she just like really fit right in. And Kirk. I think it's also like interesting because. She's a nurse and she was like, you know, in the middle of COVID, of the height of COVID, like on the front lines, like, you know, trying to save lives. And, you know, so she over summer decided to, to take a break and a much needed vacation from being a frontline nurse to, you know, come out to the Hamptons with us. And it can't be easy walking in to an no already formed group of friends. And you're the only one who you know, is sort of new to the house this summer. And, you know, that that comes with its own challenges, but she took it with an amazing stride. And she, I mean, obviously, I don't really know if she was aware of, you know, kind of the dynamic between Luke and other people in the house. But, you know, that's something that I'm actually, I'm myself excited to see how that kind of works itself out between, you know this, totally. this sort of love triangle. Oh my triangle. god!
0: I mean, I was it's gonna like, say it. It seems like Carl sort of has his eyes on her, maybe, but also Luke certainly has his eyes on her. But Luke has also been sort of keeping up something with Hannah. It's unclear where everything stands, but clearly she has she's sort of the apple of some people's eye in this house. And so I, I'm I'm excited to see it. there's some sort of love triangle, square, whatever <laughs> forming. <laughs> totally square for sure. <laughs> Okay. That, that, I like that. Give <laughs> me a square. <laughs> I mean, okay, so looking back, I mean, again, we're at, we're at season five of Summer House. And I think if you had asked me in maybe this, the first or second season, which is, honestly feels like a different show to me, if, if you had asked me whether we were, we were gonna get five seasons of Summer House, hopefully more, I I don't know if I would have said yes just because I don't think that you guys had figured out the the ultimate dynamic of like what the show could be and, and you you hadn't found the like the fully correct group of people and I think that starting in season three and now into into five it really has again like been on this upward trajectory with this really awesome momentum that I'm I'm so glad you guys got to film last summer when you think back to those first two seasons does it feel as somebody who was in it. Does it feel like it was a different show? Does it feel just sort of like a past life? Sort of what, What? It, how do you look back on those first two seasons? Because it is such a different vibe.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is a lot that obviously goes into making our show. And I think like the number one thing is is the dynamic of, you know, the friends who are in the house. And, and the show started originally with, Kyle and mine and Carl's group of friends. Right. But then you but then you have to add in the production factor and and you know season 1 we were in a different house and then you know, we had a different you know showrunner and then season 2 we were in a different house and had a different showrunner. You know so there's a lot that kind of goes into like what can help make a show successful. But I think ultimately it comes down to the dynamic of the friends in the house and 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 the group of people that you're living with and the chemistry that we have together. And I think that it took a little bit of time to sort of get to that point um, with our group of friends and and find the right energy. And then from yeah. there, I really do think that we like got our footing and then like got into a groove and finally started hitting our strides with like all things combined. And you know, there's a lot of trust that goes into it, you know, from every standpoint and you just honestly have to be as like, you know, authentic of yourself as possible. I think that's the only way that you can possibly go on a TV show and share your life with the world is if you're just honest with yourself and you know, look, Sometimes we make mistakes, sometimes, you know, we are not perfect and a lot of times we're not perfect, but we are human and I think it's just a matter of learning from our mistakes Absolutely. And, reflecting. and we do have that beautiful opportunity to reflect on our lives. Like a lot of people don't have that. Like I can watch this season and be like, wow, I could have handled that differently or I could do this differently or I won't make that mistake again. You know, whereas a lot of people don't have that opportunity. So I'm really thankful for, you know, where, where the show has come. I do feel like from where it started to where it is now, it's a lifetime ago and it's yeah. complete 180. And, you know, I, I think that it's in a really good place for the future.
0: It's funny. Yeah, it, it is really like what you said earlier. It's like it, the show really is a microscope on your life. And it also is sort of like a home video of your life as well. So it's like to have, you're, you're, one, you're getting these memories filmed, and two it's like you are seeing these things that you know if you don't like something about yourself or you see like a bad habit of your uh, that you have you can change that because you're seeing it back and, you, and right. it, it really is a tool for it honestly is a tool for self improvement if you think about it in in, right. in in an optimistic way like that
1: totally and like i've i've been in therapy for years you know even before the show but probably more since <laughs> more more
0: needed because of the show right
1: <laughs> you know but but it is it is part of you know a therapeutic work of just like, you know, looking back on things and, and understanding your emotions and feelings and who you want to be and what mark you want to make on the world, you know, as a person.
0: Totally. And I think, I think honestly, a, an example of that, I mean, both you and Carl examples of that, but I also think that Kyle and Amanda are an example of that because they have like really been through the ringer on, on the, for the yeah. past five years. And they have aired out so much dirty laundry and they have probably taken so much shit from viewers about their relationship. And yeah. they are also are in an amazing place this season, it seems. Again, what's it like watching that? And what's... Because you have also been, You've been the shoulder for, for... You've been the shoulder for them to cry on sometimes. Yeah. You have been... You have been in the middle of that and as everyone kind of has been dragged into that over at some point. um, Totally. You know, talking about Kyle and Amanda.
1: They were so cute this summer and I was so happy to see maybe they weren't in a great place, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, but it seems like they've really gotten back to a great place and it was so cute to see. I mean, they were just like doting on each other a lot and it was sweet and um I've always rooted for them and it can't be easy. You know, I had a relationship season one and then, you know, again this year. To have your life during the summer and your your main sort of like, focus be about your relationship it's a very personal situation you know like like no you know it's like who knows what happens behind closed doors in any relationship right and like to have that be the last five years of your life it's just like really nice and and fun to root them on for their success and i just can't wait to see you know, like what I honestly like want them to have babies. <laughs> I'm like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also like, whens I want the wedding. I want to see that. You know, and I, we, it was supposed to happen last fall, I guess. So I hope, I hope that we get it, we get that sometime soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really feel for any any engaged couple, any relationship who you know had to sort of postpone all of your wedding plans, bachelor bachelorette plans. Like this was. hard year and I and I feel like I feel for them like they Mm -hmm. you know the first time around their venue their venue dropped and then this time around it was because it was 2020 and it was COVID so you know you're just like oh my god you just like
0: can't catch a break
1: yeah they couldn't catch a break totally
0: totally
1: really rooting for them
0: well Lindsay, I want to end with a couple fun fun questions so you again you've been in the Bravo universe for five years now yeah what other stars from other shows have you really connected to and really become friends with? Are, are there other people that, that you have in your orbit that you like to text now and then, or that you uh, kind of have really struck up genuine friendships with?
1: On other Bravo shows? Yeah. Yeah, um, so I'm really close with Austin from Southern Charm. Uh, mm-hmm. We probably talk like three to five times a week. <laughs> okay, well, Liz-
0: Lindsay, okay. Have you heard about the drama? Come on, I mean, like- has, you has-
1: Did I hear about the drama? I got What's Austin telling up? you about the drama? dragged into the drama. Um, apparently like,
0: when were you dragged into it?
1: So I had commented, like, just, I'm confused on like, uh, an Instagram entertainment news, (laughs) you know, uh, Instagram account. And, uh, apparently, which I had no idea Madison had responded to my comment. And that was the only thing that she ever said across the board. And I was like, what? So Austin had called me last, you know, last weekend. And he was like, Lindsay, Madison responded to your comment on this Instagram account. And it was like, she did what? I'm so confused. Now I'm even more confused. Right. And Madison, I guess, was just like, call me, sis. Like, you know, I'll give you all the tea. Uh, and I'm like, huh? Like, but you're
0: the I, one that's friends with Austin.
1: <laughs> also, like, Austin's my best friend. And I talk to Austin, you know, three to five times a week. I don't even have Madison's number. So I was just like, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting dragged into this, like, <sighs> You know, weird drama. It's just not for me. I have my own shit going on. Right. I don't exactly. I deal with like you know somebody latching on to me for like no 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 no. Okay.
0: So, <laughs> so Austin, no, Austin yes, okay. So we're familiar. friends with Austin. Are there any other people that you've that you've been able to really connect with?
1: Um. Yeah. I um. I'm close with Katie Maloney from Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I text with Kristen here and there. You know, Saucy obviously is busy, but. I have yeah. remembered we used to text a little bit more so I don't know like yeah, yeah I yeah. think it's just like mostly the shows where you know you're sort of in the same age range and same mm-hmm. you know sort of drama within your friend group absolutely
0: and, uh, yeah it makes it makes sense I think at some point we need the the, the southern charm uh and and this I guess Austin did he come to a party last year
1: yeah okay so Austin, Austin to a party and, and Craig it, right and but I, I feel like gone. you guys
0: you guys need to go down there you guys need to go down there
1: I could not agree more. I've actually (laughs) never been to Charleston and neither has Carl. We've been talking about trying to plan a trip. And I've been talking to Austin about it too. And then also Everett moved to Charleston. So I'm like trying to figure it out. But I do think I'm going to make my way down there in the next couple of months, probably stay with Everett and his girlfriend and then hang out with all those guys.
0: Last two questions. One, what's a what's a TV show that you've watched recently that you, that you're recommending to people? What, what's something that you, because we're we're all streaming like everything these days. What's something that you've watched recently that you really liked?
1: Okay, I've seen it all. Well, yeah. where do I start? All right, so I got to <laughs> say uh, <laughs> All right, so Netflix, I'm currently watching The Barrier. I, I, I believe it was filmed in Spain, so there's a little bit of like a dubbing sort of mm-hmm. uh, subtitle situation. Um, so The Barrier on Netflix, I have seen Dickinson on Apple TV. Which I love is-
0: Dickinson. I just watched that.
1: Yeah, it's super easy, 30 minute episodes, only two seasons so far and it's just like a fun way to learn about Emily Dickinson's life but in more of a modern way. Totally. um, With Haley Steinfeld. What else? I I just started, wait, there was another one on Amazon. Oh, I saw Peanut Butter Falcon, which is a movie with Shia LaBeouf on, I saw that on uh, Amazon Prime. Which I just Great loved. I, I mean, obviously, I know Shia gets a lot of heat, but I did love. It's a good
0: movie. Yeah. A little bit
1: of a different, more nurturing type of role that you would not expect. What else? Monarca? I went like went down this whole entire like <laughs> British. Love like, that for
0: you, that. like
1: journey, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It was like I went down a whole journey of like all the all the like British inspired, you know, TV shows and and period pieces. So I started with Bridgerton. Obviously, I've seen that like three times, and then <laughs> and then I um, I wound up watching The English Game. Very easy watch. Uh, it's on Netflix. It is about how the game of soccer or football came to be a sport which was really interesting awesome. it comes with like you know different facts uh, it's only six episodes loved that and then from that i started watching the crown and i i like breezed through all four seasons of the crown and was just the best like, show
0: it's the it's just like the best show i'm obsessed it's yeah i'm obsessed the most so recent season I'm was just- really iconic
1: I guess maybe I'm just like learning about all of the history of, you know, Great Britain. I feel like,
0: I feel like honestly, maybe next on your list should be like something more like reality TV level British vibe. So like maybe like Love Island.
1: Love Island. (laughs) I know, I know that like Hannah and Paige watched Love Island a lot at (laughs) night and stuff this this summer and they loved it. They couldn't get enough of it. That's so funny. But no, I like to escape the the reality TV world. Yeah, that's
0: smart. That's smart. Um, yeah. And last question, 2020 was a doozy for everyone. A lot of people's plans got thrown in the dumpster and hopefully 2021 is better at some point for us. What's something you're looking forward to this year? What's something you're looking forward to in the future for yourself?
1: Honestly, traveling. I just can't wait to go sit on a beach you know, in Mexico. I was actually texting Katie Maloney you know the other day about it and she's like hey we're going to Cabo in like March and I was like okay perfect I'm coming <laughs> <laughs> you so go. I, I just honestly I would like to I would like to travel I'd love to get abroad 2020 was the first year in a very long time that I wasn't mm-hmm. able to
0: get leave the U.S. you know yeah. and,
1: and explore other cultures so that's really, you know, what I would just
0: yeah. Just it'd be die so nice. To <laughs> totally. Um, well, Lindsay, it was so fun to catch up. And um, I know tell well, now where- that
1: you're back in the city. Let's. I know
0: absolutely. I'm coming over to that amazing apartment you're in right now, Lindsay. Tell people where they can follow you to get to get more from you outside of Summer House.
1: Oh yeah, Instagram's sort of my my you know most popular and active platform. Uh, at lenshubs, Hubs. Same with Twitter facebook i don't even know
0: <laughs> instagram is the most important that's that's all we need yeah. and then um everyone make sure to tune into summer house this is season five premiere on bravo oh, we can't yeah, wait and
1: then and then subscribe rate review relate absolutely <laughs> <What else>? <laughs> run
0: <laughs> down the line for me <laughs> like yes can, oh my god you know
1: listen to this yes. podcast over and over <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly uh, tag me well, <laughs> well lindsay <laughs> It's amazing talking to you and um, we'll, ha- we'll have you back sometime soon. Maybe maybe later on the season. So.
1: Okay, perfect. And yeah. if not, then July 4th, you're not bailing on me. <laughs>
0: 2021, July 4th, me and, me and Hub House, we're doing yeah. a big.
1: <laughs> exactly. I love it.
0: All right. All right. Thank love you it. Again. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more celebrity interviews, subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us as any show of support you can give us would be greatly appreciated. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow In the Know at In the Know on Twitter and at Watch in the Know on Instagram. We'll talk to you next time.